Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Networks, your weekly podcast on all things related to business networks and alumni communities. In this episode, I will outline the seven must-have components to include in developing your corporate alumni network business case. I am your host, Martine Davies, and I'm passionate about developing networks that create value for the individuals in the network, your people, past, present and future, and provide real results in terms of return on investment for the organisation. Over many years of working with different clients, it's become apparent that one of the first challenges businesses face is getting buy-in and investment from the top of the organisation and the powers that be for developing and building their corporate alumni network. Buy-in is crucial for investment and resource from your board or management team. It's also really important because you will need members of your board and management team to extol the virtues of your alumni network to your senior staff and employees, whether this be your managing directors, partners, senior employees and business services staff. In the case of getting project sign-off, I want to talk you through the seven must-have components which I have found to have the most impact especially on board members or senior management team members that may be less than enthusiastic in the idea of investing in a corporate alumni network. Every organisation has goals, needs, problems and opportunities. Your corporate alumni programme business case needs to address some of your business needs and exploit the different opportunities. Initially, your business case outlines the rationale and reasons for initiating your alumni project or network, including demonstrating its value and benefits. It should end up as a living document, one that you can use to assess and evaluate the progress of your project, use for any change management purposes, and finally as a document to help you to determine if the project has met agreed upon benefits. A structured business case usually involves a number of components, including project background or situation analysis, options for solutions, associated costs, benefits and values, risk analysis, your recommended course of action and return on investment. The objective for your alumni business case is to thoroughly understand the business situation and create confidence and credibility throughout the decision-making process. The first step is to clearly identify the business problem, issue or opportunity including the specific parameters. So let's have a look at what you need to include in your alumni network business case. Number one, understand your business needs. What are the drivers for your business? What's in the overall business strategy for the next three years? What are the current needs, problems or opportunities? Make sure you address these and identify the needs, problems and opportunities that your alumni program or official network will support or solve as part of your project background or situation analysis. From here, you'll want to expand and detailed on those identified needs or opportunities. From my personal experience, it's really important that your company's alumni programme is aligned to your corporate business strategy. So the second point is to articulate the importance of alumni within the context of your business environment and how a formal alumni network will help. Demonstrating how an alumni network can address your business needs and opportunities will give your board members or senior management team food for thought. You may include a SWOT analysis so you can identify the most impactful opportunities and strengths 
and also identify your weaknesses and threats. You'll likely want to include hard-hitting examples of how your alumni network can support the business using factual content and real-life examples. This may take some time to pull together, and it will be worth it in the long run. So what do I mean by this? Let's look at a couple of examples. Let's say a priority for your business over the coming year or two is to become the market-leading business in a particular sector. You might want to highlight the extensive alumni network you have in this sector, and or you could identify business opportunities or referrals that have already come into the business from key alumni in this sector to prove it is possible. You may also want to turn this information on its head too. What alumni connections have you identified in this sector where there are no known business relationships? Highlight what the firm is missing. Or another priority for your business might be to reduce recruitment overheads through direct hiring. Identify and highlight recruitment referrals from alumni that have cost your business no agency fees. Collaborate with HR to identify the cost savings related to rehiring former employees or boomerang hires. Really dig into the data and find out the percentage of rehires your business has had in the last year, two years or even three years. And compare that data from your business to publish examples of other businesses in your sector or even your competitors and share it in your business case. From my experience, businesses with an official alumni network, especially those with a recruitment focus, have much higher percentages of boomerang hires and referrals from alumni both of which can be extremely cost-effective strategies, which have hugely positive impact on reducing recruitment costs. Likewise, those official alumni programmes or networks that have an internal driver on business development increases the likelihood of new business development opportunities because the focus has been shifted onto a network of people you know, like and want to spend time with, your alumni. The third must-have is a range of solutions. When I'm writing business cases for a corporate alumni network, I tend to include four options. Option one, the do nothing option. So no investment, no resource, carry on as you do today. In this option, make sure you include notes about potential opportunities and losses. Identify the costs of taking no action, such as potentially missed benefits or returns. Option two, A minimal viable programme. What's the minimum you can do to address the business needs you've identified that will provide some return on investment? In this option, also include notes on potential opportunities and losses. Option three, a competitive programme which involves more resource and investment and delivers a mutually beneficial alumni network, meeting the identified needs of the business and creating value for alumni in your network. And finally, option four, the Bells and Whistles programme, an integrated programme which is highly resourced, has high investment and provides real value for alumni programme members. Against each of these options, you will want to identify the milestones or actions you need to take, estimated resource requirements, both in terms of headcount and investment or funding. You may want to demonstrate this over a three-year period because usually year one costs will be greater than year two and year three. So providing an overall cost for three years may help your decision makers. 
Finally, for each of your solutions, you want to identify the pros and cons, or benefits and risks of each. If you're delivering this in a presentation-style deck, I would suggest no more than one page for each potential solution. The fourth must-have is your recommended solution. Your recommended solution should directly address the problem or opportunities you've identified. You'll want to elaborate on why this is your recommended solution or course of action, so you'll need to provide detail of the benefits and value or return on investment that this solution will generate. You'll also include details for implementation, the scope of the solution, the required resources, and any potential risks or constraints you have identified. When you're developing and detailing the recommended solution, make sure you identify the activities, timelines, and the work required. In my experience, it is very rare that one department or function will be involved, so you need to detail which departments will be involved and have a role in the success of the development and delivery of this network. If you are able to, it may also be helpful to identify the individuals that will perform each of the tasks. And as part of the detail for the recommended solution, you should identify the scope and dependencies. This should include the tasks and milestones of completing the development of the project, but also the tasks required to continually deliver the program over time. You should also identify the areas where collaboration is necessary. The fifth must-have, which should form part of your recommended solution, is how this program will be managed over time. This is not a short-term, ad-hoc project. Once the network is built, you need to manage it. An alumni network is a long-term relationship-focused program. So as part of this, you are more likely than not to need some form of digital technology to help you to succeed. A tech system or platform or a myriad of systems that are not standalone but can integrate with existing in-house technology. Why is this important? Well, the number of ex-employees or alumni in your network is likely to be larger than the number of current employees. You'll have employees leaving and becoming alumni every month of the year. Managing the exit process and the leavers data and the alumni data can be incredibly resource intensive. So as much as you can automate or semi-automate regular processes will allow other human resources allocated to the network to focus on adding and delivering value. A note on this point though, if your recommended solution includes an alumni platform, be aware that the cost of procuring such a platform, installing it and maintaining it can vary significantly in cost from provider to provider. Likewise, the features on offer and how the platforms are administered and the user experience journey varies. It's really important you build in a tender process for identifying the right platform for your organisation and for your alumni network. It's worth identifying some ballpark figures for costs and using the average cost to include in your business case. Interestingly, and something to consider, is that I have often had to submit a secondary business case to the board or decision makers for developing an alumni platform. So it's something you may want to consider building into your plans. The sixth and penultimate must-have, in my experience, 
is to involve your colleagues into developing the business case. This may involve key figures in other departments or functions. Creating an informal or formal steering committee. And the most important one in my book, identifying a sponsor or a couple of sponsors to help you steer the ship and also help remove any blockages. If you work in a partnership, aim high and look for one or two senior partner sponsors. Partners who get it and are passionate. If you're in other sectors, it might be managing directors, presidents or similar. You're asking your decision makers for investment and potentially additional headcount. Involving colleagues and sponsors will give you perspectives from all areas of the business or firm, and this will help you to ensure you're fully armed through identifying hard-hitting evidence that this is a sound investment and identifying risks or constraints so you can find ways to mitigate those risks. The final must-have from my experience is bringing to life the voice of your alumni. It's very easy to sit in the office or at home over this past year and develop an exceptional business case for a formal alumni network, but with a key ingredient missing, no involvement from your alumni. Yes, of course, the business case is an internal document which needs to focus on the value and the benefits an alumni network will deliver to your organisation or for your organisation. That's what your decision makers will be looking to see. And in order to derive those benefits, it must be mutually beneficial for the audience, your alumni. Your employee network will be diverse and extensive. And so too is your alumni network. Actually, your alumni network is likely to be even more diverse. There will be multiple sub-communities within your alumni network, each with their own needs and wants and perceptions on how they want to engage with your business. So in order to build out your potential solutions and your recommended solution for your business case, you need to understand the breadth of your potential alumni network. I would highly recommend reaching out to at least a dozen or so alumni personally and getting their thoughts and ideas on what an official alumni network would mean to them, their expectations, their needs. And you might be surprised by what insights and information you can glean from doing so. You may also find more of those hard-hitting examples or case studies that underpin why this network is so important for your business. So there we have it. Seven must-haves for your alumni network business case. Number one, understanding your business needs and identifying the issues or opportunities an alumni network can address. Two, demonstrating how a formal alumni network will address those business issues, needs and opportunities with real-life examples and case studies. Three, documenting a range of solutions, from doing nothing to the full bells and whistles solutions. Four, detailing your recommended solution, explaining why this is your recommended solution and detailing the milestones and tasks to develop your alumni network. Five, detailing the long-term delivery and management of the network. This is important because anyone can build a network, but the success of a network is in the ongoing management and engagement with your alumni in the short, medium and long term. Six, involving your colleagues. Build your internal army from different departments and bring in a partner sponsor or two 
who will champion this proposal because they passionately believe this is the right course of action. Seven, and the final point, involve your alumni. Bring to life the voices of your alumni into your business case. Demonstrate the power an official network could have from those that will be directly impacted and engaged with this network. There are, of course, many other components you may wish to consider as part of building your business case, such as headcount for an alumni network manager or lead, extending the network to all of your people, employees included, developing the value proposition for alumni, including content, events and resources, reviewing data management and processes, identifying how you will measure success against set objectives, activating your current employees to get involved and engaged, and to take responsibility for their role in engaging alumni, aligning alumni activities into other areas of the business, such as corporate social responsibility, celebrating alumni achievements, or even rehires, and so forth. For me, though, those seven must-haves are the core part for a business case, and the other components can be wrapped into these to provide further detail. If you're building your business case and need some help or advice, feel free to get in touch with me directly to book an hour of my time. This is a free session with no further obligations. You can reach me on martine, M-A-R-T-I-N-E, at relationshipsandnetworks.co.uk. So that's it from me today. Thank you for joining me this week on Let's Talk Networks. Remember to visit our website, www.relationshipsandnetworks.co.uk, where you can access all the podcast episodes on demand. Alternatively, subscribe to the weekly show. A new episode is released every Tuesday. So join me again next week on Let's Talk Networks.